You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Hi guys, I'm Jalisa Sanjana and I am a TV presenter from politics to sports and entertainment. This time around, I have decided to do something a little bit more different. The reason why I started this show is because, to be very honest with you, I got very tired of, you know, being dolled up on TV. It's constantly about, you know, what content that I want to put forward and having a timeline and doing all these things which are very, very rigid to me. So here, I have the pleasure of interviewing people, women out there, who are not just about the likes on Instagram, who are not just about the gram and photographs, but they are actually bringing lots of amazing stuff to the table. So I am very, very glad here to start this show. And here at Wonder Women, like I've mentioned, it's a celebration of women. So to kickstart our season here of Wonder Women, the very first guest I have is none other than Madiha Fuat, and she is the founder of the first all-in-one mental health app and she happens to be a social entrepreneur at heart she wears different hats amazingly well and she will be sharing with us her journey on how she started an app to help with depression so today please welcome madiha fuhat hello jalisa how are you i'm doing good how are you doing i'm good i'm good thank you for having me All right, so we are so happy to also hear it from you because, you know, when we talk about Madiha, Madiha brings a lot of different things to the table. We have also, you know, looked into your, uh, what you call it, background of even your PhD right now that you're working on. You're almost done with it? Almost done, hopefully. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. All right, so let us just dive straight into the first question. How did this all start? Okay. Well, I remember when I first started, um, I was a journalist for The Edge um, for about three and a half years. And then I actually shifted to something completely new, which was starting a food truck. And it was that food truck trend. Um, so that's where I first learned how to run a business, how to operate, these kind of things. Um, from there, I started partnering with my friends. I did my MBA. Um, and I really learned how to run a business from actually experiencing it. Um, after that, I went through a little hiccup in my life. I mean, we all have those ups and downs. Um, during my last semester of my PhD, I suffered a nerve damage, of which it resulted in a back wing scapula. Um, so you can imagine okay. the amount of pain I was in when it's a nerve damage and I'm like pointing here, it hurts here, but people can't really see it. Yeah. Um, and later on, it resulted to an actual physical limitation. Um, it was for months and during that time, We had the COVID-19 pandemic, the first round of lockdown. So I was afraid to seek for help. Okay. Um, didn't really know what to do. Um, that's when I realized that, okay, I need to figure something out. I needed to talk to someone. I needed an app because we're always yeah. on our phone nowadays, right? And I needed to talk to someone. I needed to look for motivational articles, videos. Um, I wasn't going to keep going to YouTube and Google. And, you know, it takes time and effort of which when you're, Facing that kind of struggle, it, it's really difficult. So that's where um, I decided to partner with my friends to develop Plus Vibes. Okay, so yeah. that is how the idea came about. But of course, it comes from a place where you yourself being a person in that position, knowing that you needed help and that's how the whole idea came about. So let's say right now for any of our new users or perhaps someone who's going through depression right now, who's listening to your story, how can they start off with, with Plus Vibes? Well, it's a free app. It's on the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. Um, you can just download it for free. If you really need someone to talk to, I mean, we have 
so far we have thousands of positive reviews of people actually having suicide tendencies and mm -hmm. when they, they just need to talk to someone. That's all it takes. So our Vibers are there 24-7. You can just talk to someone. You have motivational articles, videos, and you have relaxation activities. So it's like breathing exercises, anxiety relief techniques. It's like a quick go-to app when you really don't know what to do. There's nobody available. So you can just go to the app and really just... You know. Okay, so viewers can also, you know, um, sorry, not viewers, your users can also uh, remain anonymous, right? Yes. Okay, so it's very straightforward and it's absolutely free. That's the most important thing, that it's free and that it's anonymous because people usually are afraid to reach out for help because of the stigma. Um, they're afraid that people might judge them because we all have different types of problems, right? And you're, you're not really comfortable sharing it with your friends or your family or your support system that you have around. So you just want that, that anonymous person, that stranger to just help you, give you advice, to give you motivation. That's all you really, really need. All right. So now that you have, you know, given us the whole idea of it at the same time, we know it's out there, the, the entire app. So back to your story again. It, it sounds like you're coming from a place where you really had to be in the position to understand what does it feel like to be depressed in order for this whole thing to just come out as an idea and then to turn it over into an app. So first things first, I have to say I have crazy amount of respect for you for doing that because a lot of women we go through a lot of different things internally but not many of us have the ability to execute to go out there and to get something done so Madiha very good job on that but what is the story of that whole thing and how it started for you? It took a lot of effort, perseverance. It, I mean, it was blood, sweat and tears, honestly. It was more of like, like, okay, I'm going through this, but come on, everything happens for a reason. I'm not going to give up. I mean, this happens. Okay, what am I supposed to do about it? How can I help others? What can I do? I mean, being an entrepreneur, even it, for the past, I mean, now I'm 31, right? So for the past decade, um, it's all about thinking about how do you solve a social problem? And I think the most meaningful business is not just about entrepreneurial passion. It's about solving a social value. It's about contributing to society. That really gives you a good night's sleep, I think. Yeah. Very nicely said. This yeah. is so heartwarming to hear because a lot of people are very driven by, you know, the numbers and then the idea of you have a certain expectation. If you are an entrepreneur, what do you bring to the table? What do you need to do with this and that? It's always that equation. But I think with you, you come from a place where it's a lot of honesty as well. That's what I see. So now we're going to jump straight into the second question, which is, you know, for women out there, especially the, the, the norm is always, okay, you have to have a certain amount of money, you have to come up with the idea, you have so many things that runs through, you know, a person's mind when you want to start a business. So what would you advise, you know, a person who wants to start off with, even if it's something small, how would you sit down and have a conversation or perhaps think of it as having coffee with a, with a person who has no clue about business, but they know they have that gumption and they want to do it? Okay. Well, when I first started, I struggled mainly because I didn't have financial literacy. I didn't have a business background. Um, and it really is about that education. So I'm not saying that you have to go back and do a degree in business or you have to study all these kind of things. No. But what you do have to do is you have to adopt a self-learning attitude where you learn how to um, run a business, how to do marketing, how to do inventory, customer relations management, and most importantly, financial management because I've seen so many I mean I'm, my circle is all um, entrepreneurs those who've started businesses closed down businesses um, the main struggle that they have is financial management so you can get that funding you can get I mean 
even tens or thousands or even hundreds of thousands. I've, I've seen two different types of case studies whereby people have the funding, but they end up closing their business. Why? Mm-hmm. It's because they don't have that background. They don't have that support. They don't have a mentor specifically, right? Um, so I think my advice would be for anyone to start a business, number one, start small. You can do any business that you want. You have to test your product market fit first. And secondly, it's about learning. It's about finding all of these access to, um, like, how do you do marketing? You can find all that on YouTube. How do you do inventory management? How do you do customer relations? How do you do financial management? Learning and education, business education, is very, 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 very important. I think that's the crux of it. I think you can't run away from the education part and, you know, that is always key at the end of the day, right? We may have visions, you may have dreams, but knowledge is still power, right? I completely agree. Okay, very nice. So now that we can also understand that you have been very, very honest about how you started your business and how the whole growth is going, but what are the challenges that you are facing right now, especially like you mentioned earlier? You know, in this pandemic, there's so many businesses out there. A lot of them have all this passion, all these dreams to do things, but at the same time, the pandemic is there, they're finding solutions, quite a number of them we can say are pretty lost at this time as well. So in, in your case, what exactly are the, the challenges that you are facing in this this this, this whole pandemic? Well, initially when I started Plus Vibes, um, it was in July last year, right? So it was after the lockdown. Okay. So how I visioned Plus Vibes was for us to do on-ground events, to do seminars, workshops, you know, to do mental health awareness, that kind of activity to really make mental health like a norm. Like it's normal to speak about it. It's normal to talk about it. Um, but with this on and off of lockdown, um, everything is virtual now. So we really struggled to get awareness, um, to to spread awareness about the app itself, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's a free app. If people use it, we hope that it'll benefit them. But when everything's virtual, how do you reach out to um, people to promote the app and reach out to people to share the app with those who really need it, right? So I think that's mainly our struggle when everything's virtual. You have lack of access and opportunities. All right. So this is just out of curiosity. Now that you also understand that, okay, you have got your new users, you know exactly what your vision is for the app. What is your take on the current situation right now, especially in our country, when we see, you know, all of these cases out there with people committing suicide and all of that? Do you think at this point in time, Malaysia, we have enough out there being done in terms of the awareness of mental mental health? Um, compared to years Previously, um, I think now mental health awareness is really gaining traction. I mean, you see a lot of people openly speaking about it, but um, I would say there's not much in terms of execution. I mean, you mm-hmm. can you can talk, yeah, you can you can true. talk about mental yeah. health, you can talk about awareness, you can talk about different types of diseases, but then again, how do you really help people, right? If the fees to getting mental health assistance is still around a hundred ringgit or 200 ringgit for an hour um, it's not really accessible to those with financial constraint of which most of those who commit suicide who have a lot of pressure have financial constraint so are we really solving the problem by creating awareness i mean we get people to talk about it but where's the solution very nicely said. I think there are so many people that can go out there. You could, you know, scream for awareness. You could do this, you could do that. But at the end of the day, we have to still execute 
right? There's, there's so much a talk out there, but where is it going to? Where are the solutions? So very nicely said. And I think you are the best person for us to come back to for this sort of advice because you started off the business on a very, very honest note. It was something that you were battling on your own and then you decided to turn it into an app. And today you're looking at the numbers and the new users and we're so happy to hear that. So what is your advice for people? Or perhaps it could be just about anyone who's just listening to this right now and who's going through depression what would Madiha say to that person? We all have that, that one chapter in our life where we struggle. But it's really up to you whether, what do you want to do with that chapter? You want to continue diving down that dark cave and struggling and, and nobody's really going to help you unless it's yourself. So you can use that chapter to find out what is it that you want to do, your passion. What is it that, that you want to solve? So it's like me identifying that I went through this miserable time of, of not being able to express how, the pain that I felt and how was I going to help other people who felt the mm -hmm. same way that I did. I mean, when I had panic attacks, people would look at me and be like, come on, you can just, you know, stop, stop having those panic attacks. You can snap out of it, but you can't. It's not something that you can just snap out of. So I think if you're facing a struggle, if you're facing a, a, a bad chapter in your life, you have to know that everything has its ups and downs. Um, you just have to know how long you want to stay in that chapter. I mean, if you don't move forward, right? Yeah. You're just going to stay in that chapter. Yeah. I mean, we have so many chapters of our lives. Yeah. So. Okay, this is very interesting, yeah, because we've always looked at you as the entrepreneur. You've always been the person who has, you know, really put forward. We're talking about numbers, you're talking about an app. Running an app is not easy and you're doing it really well here. So if we, we go a little bit, you know, deeper into your story, you know, as of now, we understand that you're going through depression and then you came up with the app. Who has been the one person that you would really want to uh, consider the most inspiring person who has been there for you throughout this whole time? Wow, okay. I think I'm, I'm very lucky um, that I have a strong support system, friends and family, I mean my parents as well. But the thing is that even though you have a support system, it doesn't mean that you can always go to them, you know? It really doesn't mean that. I struggled because it's not that they weren't there for me. They want to help you. Your support system wants to help you. But it's your own personality. It's your own yeah. behavior that you feel like, um, it's okay. I, I feel embarrassed to ask for help. I feel uncomfortable asking for help because I, I don't know if it's a culture. I don't know if it's just how yeah, we were And I think a lot with. of people try to, you know, it's not something they want to hear because they always say blood is taken in water. If you have family, you have this, you have that. But here is the truth of things, right? At the end of the day, when you wake up in the morning, you're responsible for yourself. Yeah. You get to bed. It's you being responsible for yourself. You may have your parents, you may have your family, you may have your partners, but... It's going, to, it's going to go down to just you at the end of the day, right? Definitely. Yeah? yeah. But I think, you know, we have to add on to this. I, I, I know I'm repeating this many times because it's amazing to see how you woke up, you decided to do it, and you're still doing it. And the fact that this app is running to help other people out there, it's definitely, you know, a wonderful, wonderful thing that you're doing. So here is the next question. I'm also wanting to know, you know, you have the app running right now. There's things coming in, you know, along with the new users and all of that. So what's next for you? Okay. Well, actually, I've come a long way since doing small businesses and then starting the app. I mean, learning how to do software development, it's not my background. Mm -hmm. So um, if I was to ask people, like, if you want to venture into a business, you can literally venture into anything if you just want to 
put in the effort to learn it, you want to study it. What's next for me is that I really, really want to grow Plus Vibes into a company where we can actually change mental health care, um, education systems, social systems. We can instill mental health education into high schools, universities, you know, creating yeah. that kind of change, policy changing um, situations. Um, I think that's the vision that I have. For me personally, I mean, if you know me, I mean, all my friends and family would be like, you're a woman with big dreams. I mean, I really want to be a person where where people can look up to me and be like, yeah. okay, this person inspires me, motivates me to believe that if she can do it, I can too. Too. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, you can see so many female um, prime ministers, right? Globally, yes. you yes. can see women achieving that kind of status. That's the vision that I have for myself. I mean, I don't know if I'll achieve it. I mean, I hope so, but um, yeah. Well, you said it, it very nicely, you know. <laughs> your family whenever they look at you and they say that there's so much dreams in you it's all very large and and it goes without saying here because we're looking at your work and we're wondering like wow okay this is real stuff here so if at all if I were to just turn back time what would you do very differently what would you tell the younger uh, your younger self you know to change or to perhaps would you do anything differently uh, yes, actually. I was an introvert when I was younger. So I okay. didn't, yeah, I didn't really want to speak up. I didn't really want to make friends. I was very, I was a, I was an introvert. So I would suggest that everyone, to, for everyone, that networking is very important. That trying to go out of your comfort zone is very important because sometimes we're often stuck in that one little thing that we're very comfortable in doing. But if you just take that step forward into venturing into different things like me yeah. I was a journalist right yeah and then I just leaped out and I did a food truck I mean it was it was that was so that has work. changed a lot yeah yes and we can see now because you are a very you know warm uh, conversationalist so it's easy so you would also definitely want to be a lot more outspoken is that what you're trying to definitely, say yeah. okay great all right so again uh, back to uh, plus wipes right now so if anyone here who is new and they're wanting to get onto it it's easy it's free and at the same time it's one of those things where you can also remain anonymous so it's going to be quite you know comfortable so what are the kind of users that you have right now is it is it the younglings or is it what is the age group most of the time that we that you are seeing over on the app? Our youngest user is thirteen years old, actually. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, because most of them, and we we seem to overlook it that we think that the young generation don't have mental health issues, but actually they do, and mainly it's from their family issues or relationship issues that they don't they don't know how to reach out for help for these two specific things of which we might brush it off and be like, it's okay, you're still young, you don't understand. But actually, it does affect them um, mentally and it affects their self-confidence. It affects how they grow. I mean, it's these small things like social media that really affects how they will develop and grow as a person, their confidence level, how they speak, interact with other people. Um, so our youngest user is 13 years old. It ranges all the way up because we do have corporate clients as well. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, the, if you're talking about like the younger generation, like the 13-year-olds and all of that, but these days you also see like, you know, quite a, a draft of, of the younglings posting out on Instagram, on Facebook, and even, you know, to create this sort of awareness. So do you think that sort of awareness is enough as of now? I think um, when we initially started um, Plus Fives, when we launched in October last year, we started off with social media. We started off with influencers and some of them were really young and it really did reach out to the younger generation. We got a lot of downloads and users from them. We got a lot of feedback review from these younger generation of which they're always on their mobile phone, mm -hmm. right? They're always yes. using apps. Mm -hmm. So for them, it's some, it's a norm 
for them to reach out for help, to chat anonymously mm-hmm. behind that screen. They feel comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. So if, if you know that, you know, most of the time, like you said, yeah, social media, of course, is very powerful. This is how you reach out to your users as well. But do you sometimes feel that, you know, this is just, I would love to hear your take on this. Social media, in a way, sometimes does cause the depression for adults, for people, especially when we talk about comparing yourselves. Whenever you want to do something and then it's always the people-pleasing. And then, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of different groups of people, especially sometimes with the name-dropping as well. It's just all these different things sometimes that does cause depression. Do, do you think, are you on that page as well? Definitely. I think I read this quote the other day that social media is now not the art of living, it's more of the art of performance. So what you'd actually show on your social media isn't entirely true. true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can see so many. I mean, even those influencers, even celebrities, you can see that they have that happy lifestyle and suddenly you can see them crashing down. Why? Yes. Yeah. So what happens in the background that they don't show? So people seem to think that an individual's life is all perfect on yeah. social media, but it's because people don't share their struggles. Yeah. But I think in, in your way, you have it very differently with the app as well. It's not going to be about you have to come out and show yourself and do things like this. It's it's personal. It's a very personal journey, right? With yeah. the app. Yeah. Amazing. I am actually truly, truly enlightened here sitting down and talking to you, especially because like you had said it earlier, a lot of us talk about mental awareness. We talk about all the different things, but really getting out there and executing. And that's exactly what you're doing. So it's brilliant to see your work. And at the same time, your PhD, you're almost uh, done with it, right? Yeah, hopefully this year. (laughs) Okay. So are you planning to do anything from that? Well, yeah. Um, My focus is on business. Um, So it's basically about reskilling graduates for the gig economy. So you can see a lot of graduates when they enter um, the gig economy, right? It's you're doing a lot of freelance work, especially with this pandemic. So people don't really go into that full-time employment anymore. They do a lot of freelance work. So how do you really reskill graduates for this? Is the university actually creating a course, an education system that fits the kind of um, job scope, the labor market that is in demand right now? Okay. Very nice. Okay, so we have the entire breakdown, the plan. We have all of it here, including, you know, the amount of work that you have put forward with the app. So back to your personal life now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, this is the part where I really love sitting down and talking to women like you because it's not just going to be, you're very, very beautiful, I have to say. But at the same time, you know exactly what you bring to the table, right? So when it comes to your dating scene, what is it like for Madiha? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Well, I'm 31 years old. I think... um, Uh, My parents want me to get married soon, but I think I'm more focused on my career. I mean, I really, for me, it's, I know, I know it's like a different generation nowadays whereby you have that working woman. It's, It's not like you can't have a dating life, but I think I have a different focus. I think for me true happiness is really developing something, creating something. Um, yeah. Such so as what I can grasp from this is that, you know, you could correct me if I'm wrong, if my English isn't right. You're going to say I'm your single. Mom, no, <laughs> your, your parents want you to get married, but you don't want to get married, right? Okay. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Nice. But I think, you know, I think marriage and things like this, it, it comes in as you do it when you want to do it, yeah. right? And at the same time, everyone's journey is very different. Some people make great wives. Some, some people make great husbands. Some people just don't. And if it's not meant for you, I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, yeah. I want to find someone who contributes positively to my life, right? Yeah. So it's more of like sharing. It's a partnership. It's about growing together. It's not just about, you know, just meeting someone that you like and just getting married. It's about what can you actually do for each other? How can you help each other be happy and grow? So 
Hmm. Have you met anyone at this point? Are you dating anyone at this point? Well, <laughs> I am seeing someone. You are seeing someone. Okay, all right. So that the person is on the same page as you as far as my marriage is concerned as well. Well, yes, but then again, it's my main focus is career, right? So anything to do with my career, anything about growing, contributing, I think that's my number one focus. All right, very nice. <laughs> so this is going to wrap up and today has been very enlightening for those of you who would like to check out the app. It is available on Apple as well. So it's called Plus Wives and thank you so much, Madiha, thank for joining so much, us. Thank you so much, Lisa.